0: So, you know, the problem is that I, I'm, I'm, I'm literal. I'm very literal. And, you know, I don't like scary movies. So long time ago, when I, I often make a decision, a snap judgment about whether or not I want to watch a movie or a show or a play or something just based on the title without investigation. So I discovered the other day. That Little Shop of Horrors is not a scary movie. And now, a whole new way to watch radio. The Dennis George, Dennis George Show. Here's your host, Dennis George. Apparently, this I don't know if you all knew this. Apparently, it's a musical about oh, a gosh. plant um, that comes alive. And it's like a, a funny comedy musical type thing. It's not like really... A shop of horrors, like a butcher shop, where someone's being like mauled or something. Although apparently the plant eats people.
1: Yeah, not a chainsaw thing.
0: Not a chainsaw thing.
2: Eat <laughs> me, anymore. Right? How is horrors spelled there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's because I very, don't think
2: that would be scary. That's, that's a scary. different movie. That's All right, scary, that's that is Parton. a
0: completely different movie, and I've not seen that one either. I. Uh, this is spelled H O. Are uh, oh, it's Oh, not. It's you can't not Bell. So
1: don't quit trying.
0: Whores. <laughs> <laughs> like like scary stuff. Horrors. Not. Oh, I, I, th- I heard a W in there. You said, no. W. No. You said w. No. 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 I did your not. W. You're, you're no. It's the version ding, that ding, I ding. was ding. thinking no, of. Oh yeah, Bell, 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 Bell. Where's <laughs> Debbie when we need her? <laughs> <laughs> her? Debbie is traveling. Um, so she's not with us, but. So Little Shop of Horse. Apparently I need to watch that. Um, yeah. Little Shop of Horse. The other one, for example, so you know, you've ever seen the, the you've ever heard of the movie Children of the Corn? That's very scary, right? So mm-hmm. Village People, that's actually a musical group. That's not scary either. But if you think about it in the context of a, of scary, and then you say village people, you're like, yeah, I, I don't think I want to see that. I'm just I'm throwing it out there. It has to do with where your frame of mind is. You always go to Village the people sounds
1: like southern New York. You know, Manhattan It area. also sounds like know. a porn. <laughs> uh, Everything sounds like porn to you.
0: That's right. <laughs> I was thinking it, Denny. Absolutely. Um, yes, that's just, that's just crazy. Um, yeah, so I guess what I'm really trying to say is, Open your mind up and maybe – I'm saying this to myself, I guess. Open your mind up and do a little, like, exploratory before I do the obligatory, no, I'm not going to see it, I'm not going to watch it, I'm not going to listen to
1: it. And kind of like don't judge a book by its cover?
0: Yes. All yeah. right.
3: Although I'm very terrified, Dennis, if you, like, open your horizons, I'm very terrified as to
0: what will happen. You know what's interesting is I'm scared too. So <laughs> – you know, it, it, it's it's fine. It's completely fine. It's fine. It's going to be it's fine. It's a
3: legitimate fear.
0: I think it is well-placed as well because I have stumbled into deceptive movie titles where the movie title sounds like, and I don't have a real good example for you, but where the movie title sounds like it's going to be harmless and then you get like a minute into it and the scary music starts and I'm like, yeah, no. Like, there's just no need. I just turn it off. They're like, no, I don't need to go a step further. The scary music is enough of an indicator for me. What,
1: what, so did you ever watch alien? I mean, was, that doesn't sound scary. Does it?
0: Yes. I did not watch. I, I did watch alien and I was trapped. So I was taken <laughs> to the show and it's funny because I was at a theater. This is probably four or five, no, maybe 10 years ago. And we, we went to see something that was more of a, a comedy or some sort, and they started the wrong movie. And yes. was, yeah. it was case 39 that they started. Yes, we we did not go see case 39. No. And I'm and- sitting next to Mitch and the seat the opening scene is they pull up to this house and there's this long stairway up like concrete stairs up to the house and the spooky movies the spooky music started and I looked at Mitch and said this is not what we're seeing. Like this this cannot be starting <laughs> right. I know this is not right. Like like it I was mean, like
3: we literally went to go see like I I I think it was something like you know um bruce almighty or evan almighty or something like that right and we're in the theater and it starts and everybody in the theater is like like you see this puzzle book and people start everybody starts standing up to get out of the theater like and you hear oh we're in the wrong theater blah 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 and no one has put it together yet and finally i just like stand up in the middle of the theater and i shout at the top of my lungs it didn't take that much you know shouting because everyone was quiet it was like guys, they're playing the wrong movie. We're all into the right theater. They messed right. up.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah we, we got them to stop the movie, but it, it probably took 15 minutes. Um, but there's, here's, there's a fundamental problem to begin with when it comes to scary movies for me. You walk into the theater, and the first sign that there's a problem is they dim the lights. I'm just – it gets dark. Isn't that all movies? Yeah, it is. That's the problem. It's a setup, right? So – here, the lights go dim.
2: You automatically go to Scary Movie.
0: Well, well, yeah. I'm like, I now my defenses are up, right? So I'm like, I'm ready. Like, here we
2: go. And what, and what sound makes it scary? Is that like single ladies? Is is that like... No, no, it's really... It's actually really... No, what makes know. it it's, scary? It's the deep
3: bass, like the... Oh, yeah. You know they're building up to it.
2: Like, sometimes
3: I can...
0: No, that's Jaws. I can do that. But the thing is... <laughs> like when, when, how is a- that one not scary,
2: it's
3: kind of though. scary music. Yeah. How can you do Jaws? I mean, you go to the beach all the time. Are you not afraid that, you know, wh- when you're dangling your little toesies in there and you're, you, you know, that it's not gonna, you're not going to be like. eaten?
0: It's interesting because when Jaws came out, I was living on the West coast. I was living up in Oregon and we would often go to the ocean. And I really didn't want to watch Jaws for that reason, because I really didn't want to be fearful of the ocean. And right. I was okay. I, I did fine. I swim in the ocean, and it's completely fine. Um, but I will tell you a little side story here. Um, when I was in Grand Cayman, there's the Great Wall, and I was snorkeling over the wall. And as you're snorkeling and you're looking down, you literally, as you're swimming, you swim out over the edge, and you can look down the wall, which is thousands of feet down. And I did have sort of a brief Jaws you know, moment right then when I was like, Oh, this is a little scary. It was going to come up and get you. right now if, the, now, if I was snorkeling and the music started right then out in the ocean, I would have been out of there. I'm just saying. Like, that would have Wait. been. Do
3: you think that when people get attacked by sharks, that before they get attacked, they hear the.
0: In my mind, I hope that that's the case, because then I know that I've got the warning and I'm out of there. So if, if I don't that was hear... the
3: case, anybody who's been attacked by a shark had it coming. All right.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know, I was in the shallow water at twilight and I got bumped into by a thresher shark, you know, which is the way that, in a murky water in twilight, they don't know what they're up against. And so they run into stuff to find out if it's edible. You were bumping uglies? Uh, no. Yeah, bumping <laughs> uglies. Yes, I got the hell out of the water.
2: <clears throat> I would think so. Jeez. Oh, yeah. We might need to apologize to Denny G for that one. No, 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 bumping no. uglies. No. Speaking of uh, speaking of all this stuff, a Massachusetts
0: lobster diver this week survived being swallowed up and spit out by a humpback whale off the coast of Cape Cod, giving him about uh, forty surreal seconds in the mouth of the whale. So hmm. he actually. Um, <laughs> Did he punch it or something on the Well, inside? Michael Picard said it happened in a flash. He swam in about 45 feet of water a moment before everything turned dark in an instant. This was Friday. Uh, Packard said he initially thought he was attacked by a shark, but realized he, he didn't feel like he was bitten or wasn't in any pain. That's when he realized he was inside the mouth of a whale and fought <laughs> to locate his breathing regulator, fearing that he'd run out of air and suffocate. But the whale had other plans and spit him out. So he wasn't good enough for the not humpback tasty. whale to eat, right? Not tasty, I guess. Uh, and he well, they can't.
3: Yeah, yeah. Humpback whales can't eat; it, they can they only eat krill, which is yeah. you know literally smaller, like infinitely smaller than your pinky nail. You're
0: right, because he does say in a quote that he felt the muscles of the whale's mouth kind of moving. You
2: know, um, trying to so, figure out if it could swallow it or not. I guess yeah. quite, 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 quite quite interesting. interesting. Oh, my God. Thank right. God he didn't get hung up. I mean, right. Right. I don't think there's anybody that could have given the whale, you know, like maneuver. That's a hell of a story. I'm just, that's just crazy. But, yeah, so anyway, so with the scary
0: movie stuff, well, yeah, well, and I and I think about, like, if I'm, if I, listen, I remember, I, I've said this many times. If the phone rings and someone says, get out, I leave. Here's the other thing. If I'm in my house and it's dark and all of a sudden scary music starts playing for no reason, I'm also probably leaving the house. I'm just throwing that out there because in my in my world, you get the I same
2: ideas. You yeah, get the
0: scary music ahead of
2: time. This <laughs> is sort of the warning. So you gotta. I think we can get a surround sound out outside <laughs> your house and yeah. play it right. a little loud.
3: No, no, Sam. He gave us passwords to his Alexa.
2: Right. All of
0: that's oh, right. Thank you. All of a sudden, I bolt out of the house. Yeah. We can
3: just turn a sidewalk on for him.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So anyway. So yeah, so don't judge a book by its cover as Danny G says you got to be careful. Um but there are some Same movies like with se- people. Right. Yep. Yeah. I have segued into some movies that the title wasn't quite clear that's what it was and I I've, I've had to exit, you know, I had to say, "Oh, whoa whoa, whoa 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 whoa. This is not consensual scary movie deal." So, safety word. I'm just saying.
2: It's fine. And what is your safety word?
0: Uh You know, it's interesting. I've already forgotten. And that's not (laughs) like
2: that's that's, not very safe.
0: No, you're supposed to not not forget your safety. We're supposed to remember what it is.
2: And I don't remember what it is. A good classic one is no. Yeah, that's that's the the best one. Yeah, that's the basic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, we've got a really good show for you. Uh, After the break, we're going to do a little weird people. Uh, And this is weird people world record edition. So this is is crazy. So stick around. We'll be right back. The Dennis
3: George Show continues after this.
1: I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason, people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine and math is called the distributive property and people is called taking care of one another get the vaccine help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again
2: please The views expressed on Dennis George Show are not our own or anyone else's. Listen
3: at your own risk, and we cannot be held responsible for your ears burning, bleeding, or ringing, or the blurred
0: eyesight.
2: Some things you will not be able to unhear or unsee, and for that,
0: you are warned. Not try anything we suggest or talk about at home, work, or in your car.
3: A reminder, there are no rules and our show is intended for mature audience only or at a
2: minimum those over your state's or country's legal aid of consent any experiments
3: jobs, skills or sexual positions suggested and or recommended are for comedy purposes only
2: and should not be tried without supervision or a spot safety word or phrase is recommended in advance of trying anything new any medical advice or comments that seem like medical advice should be
3: reviewed with your own doctor or
2: at least check it on Google like we did thank Thank you and and good luck.
3: luck
0: And now back to the Dennis George show, you know, I think if you uh, if you listen to the disclaimer, um, <gasps> it's quite clear that the disclaimer completely protects us against absolutely everything possible. We could say recommend mm-hmm. anything. It's fantastic, yeah. but you should you should heed that warning. I'm just saying like it's a real it's a real deal, especially when we come up with this. These are the uh, our weird people news. Uh, world records so these are of course uh, these are real which is quite interesting. Um, Wait who's got the apology
3: list because I have a feeling that we're just
0: gonna... I do. Probably. Okay good.
3: I just thought you know we were going to go off the rails with this
0: one. Maybe. So this week no. a South African woman who is expecting eight babies is believed to be a new world record holder after she gave birth to ten infants.
3: Can you miscount something like that on the sonogram
0: seven boys and three girls this is this is mitch's nightmare like mitch doesn't like one kid having 10
2: babies yeah 10 babies that's would be everybody's nightmare yeah <laughs> <laughs> 10 ba- that's a lot of babies so, i should be told what my nightmare
3: is is that a doctor who couldn't count to 10 <laughs> is delivering my babies all right right
0: yeah I don't you get a little a profile picture of her she
1: looked awful big did she Oh yeah.
0: I would think so with 10 babies. That's oh,
2: a yeah. lot of it was of
1: terrible. Babies. I don't know how she could even walk. Probably didn't. Does, she probably had right, bed rest happen, most of the time.
2: Right. Doesn't that happen fairly often though, Mitch? Where like they think that there's only like twins and there's triplets or they think there's one and there's two. Sometimes I mean, with that inver-
1: in veto fertilization stuff, they end up with more than one what they yeah. want.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than what well,
1: they want too probably.
3: I mean like, you know, 20, 25 years ago with, you know, the the ultrasounds, yeah, maybe. But I mean, you know, with the advanced like 3D ultrasounds that we have right now, no. I just
0: yeah. think dad, dad's got some Olympic swimmers. I'm like, wow, that's just that's just crazy.
3: I think one of them had help. All right. If, if we're using the Olympic analogy, one of them was using illegal steroids. <laughs>
1: you know, so if you're having 10 babies, how do you have that many eggs to be fertilized? And let's yeah. talk about that for a minute.
0: Yeah, right. I Both have sides. No clue. Both sides of the equation. She's very fertile. Olympic superstars. Yeah. That's crazy. So that's a world record. Uh, Other world records. A pair of Idaho men um, broke a Guinness world record for using a samurai sword slicing through grapes. Oh, I'm sorry. Their world record was beat by a man. Another team took their record. Um, This is crazy. So apparently he throws grapes in the air and then slices it with a samurai sword. Oh,
2: okay. I see. So like like all at one time before they hit the ground.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, like one of them throws the grapes up in the air. The other one has to slice it. Cause I was like
0: one minute. They have a one minute time limit and he did 66 grapes.
3: I was just curious. I was like, what did one person hold it on the ground? Like don't miss, don't miss, don't miss.
0: Right. And the other
3: person slices it.
0: When I first read this, for some reason I thought it was like, like it, he was holding in his mouth or something and then i was really impressed but ooh, no they're ooh. just like chucking grapes across the room at him or something might get a little nose if he did that yeah
1: maybe, maybe they're laid out on a table
0: oh good point right like a
1: chopping block you just go down and a roll if you're a and- chef,
0: you know denny g that's a good point if you're a chef you can chop that fast i mean you get you get very artistic. how is that again with your knife skills, okay, just checking, just yeah. checking.
2: That's a that's a culinary term,
0: right? It's a
3: technical term,
0: right? Exactly. Yeah, but that's a good point, Denny G. So I think in some ways, like okay, I'm not as impressed now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not dissing them, but
1: I couldn't do it. But uh, yes,
0: no, but I've seen some chefs with some knife skills that are like, wow, like they're chopping vegetables, yeah. and man, they can really go fast. So now I'm not as impressed. Well Maybe- we
2: don't we don't know though. They might throw them in the air and they might have to cut. I them hope in the that air. they're throwing them because no. that makes it way more difficult, right?
0: Yes, it uh, would. I agree. Mm-hmm. How about this one, Sam? I think you could do this one. A Nevada, oh. a Nevada bodybuilder crushed a world record when she used her thighs to smash three watermelons in under eight seconds. Oh yeah,
2: totally. Now, I wanna easy. know
0: how you fight figure that out. Like you're like, okay, I let's see, I wonder what my skill would be. You mm-hmm. know what? Let me try to crush a watermelon with my thighs. Like, what? oh, well, you know, just- Suzanne
1: Somers, you know, a thigh master. Probably that's true. <laughs> might have helped. Come she on. Probably,
2: she probably was in the grocery store and she was just going to hold a watermelon between her <laughs> legs really quick to grab something else. And she <laughs> accidentally <laughs> smashed it. And she was yeah. like, oh, my God. And one I of the ones where right. you hide
1: the stuff under your dress and try to walk out with it between your legs. <laughs>
0: yeah. She that's- is going to teach on August 3rd. By the way, August 3rd is National Watermelon Day. I don't know if it's everywhere in the world, but apparently in the US that's National Watermelon Day is August 3rd. She's going to teach a watermelon cr- crushing class. Mm. Seedless or not? I, that's a fair question. I don't know.
3: So, yeah, it's only <laughs> got to be in the US cuz it's National Watermelon Day. If it was everywhere it'd be International Watermelon Day.
2: Yeah. I hope they're going to do the watermelon crawl after. Nada. You
0: know what I really want is I want like a cocktail. Well, I think watermelon juice is so underrated, but I think so. I had a friend who used to make a watermelon drink where he would pour, he'd carve a hole in the watermelon and then he'd dump bottles of liquor into it and then let it sit overnight. So we got to make one of those. I'm just saying.
3: The watermelon kegs. That would be Mitch. Like, oh, he H was did. the
2: watermelon keg maker. Did he do that? We need to do yeah. that.
0: Yeah.
3: It was delicious. And, like, you put, a, and you put a tap in the keg, and you just, like. Yeah.
2: It. Can we the do that? The problem with it is, is it's so good, you don't realize that you're getting smashed.
0: Yeah.
2: Let's We're do that alcoholics. for the fireworks show. <laughs> we are not. We are not quitters.
0: No, we are not quitters.
2: Uh, another Guinness World
0: Record for the most spoons on a human body. Now, I saw a picture of this. This is kind of weird. Uh, 50 metal spoons magnetized to his body. So that's kinda, che- kinda that's cheating. Him off the body. What's
2: magnetized? that? Magnetized? If,
3: if you magnetize it, yeah. So that, like, you know, they're they're actually
2: sticking. They're magnets. Yeah, you know, I get that. But, like, how is it magnetized to your body? Like, I don't do you know. you swallow the magnet of- to put it, <laughs> to get it to magnetize? I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I need more explanation
0: the photo didn't really explain it it was just like they had all these spoons hanging off of him and i thought that's just kind of odd like
2: i was gonna say i think i can put 50 spoons on me i'll just lay flat on the ground you can just pile a whole bunch on. Me. <laughs> <laughs> i think they're supposed to dangle from you yeah i got your dangle um mm-hmm. so- Easy. <laughs> it's all uh, about Millian- the angle of the dangle right
0: mm-hmm. Milian roskov of slovenia um, broke his own previous world record by juggling three chainsaws 62 successful times in a row. By the way, the chainsaws were running. I think that's fantastic. Like, if you're going to so, juggle chainsaws, that to me is a world record. So he did it 62 times in a row.
3: What happened on the 63rd?
0: Yeah, that's a fair question. <laughs> He's no longer with us. Right, That's a good point. I guess He's juggling
3: careers over Right,
0: right. <laughs> right. Whoop, took that hand off. Um. Well, his What's previous record was yes. Yeah, previous record was thirty-five saws or thirty-five successful times in a row, so as opposed to sixty-two. So he
2: almost doubled his record. He clearly only lost a finger the first time. I how many
1: like
0: chainsaws does he juggle at the same time?
2: Three, three at a time, three at a time. Okay, yeah. and he does it
1: fifty whatever times. Okay. Yeah, okay. so many rotations. Sixty or he drops
0: Sixty-one. It. <laughs> yeah, I feel like sixty-two, 62. is a record now. I feel mm-hmm. like if you are in a hazardous job of some sort you could pretty much create your own world record. Like I shoveled 121 shovels of toxic waste before keeling over. I mean, I feel like that could be a world record. Like you could create your own world record. do you have to be alive after? I think so, yeah. That's the thing is like, I think you could create your own world record if it was anything toxic. Kenny G, what
2: what is on your background? It's a banana. Okay. That, that is a mess. Up banana. Not not the,
0: look like a what is drug?
2: wrong with the banana? That, what's that banana? First off, I, it looks I like praline ice
0: cream has been stuffed
2: into the banana. with yes, I,
1: sauce. I, I, re, I re, just recently thought I should have saved that. I could have sold it on eBay.
0: You absolutely. Yes, could have. you
1: could. Oh. have. Uh, too late though. I threw you it away. You could sell
0: the digital image.
1: Yes, I do. I could make one of those things that you,
0: Yep. you know, it's, it's actually pretty, pretty disgusting picture. for those of you listening. It's, um, the only way to describe it is if you put praline ice cream with chocolate sauce and shoved it into a banana, which looks disgusting. Yeah. Uh, that's, what it, that's what it looks like to me.
2: It's actually a perfect description of it as well. It really is. I yeah. agree with that 150%. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty disgusting. It was weird enough to take a picture. Did you eat it? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you smell it? It didn't have a bad smell. It didn't? It smelled fine?
1: Well, I didn't put my nose right up next to it, but when what I cut it open it didn't smell putrid or anything like that.
2: What do you suspect right. is happening there?
1: I suspected something went decided to live inside of it. <clears throat> I almost dissected it because uh, on the well, people can't see it unless you're watching this on YouTube, but on the left side a really dark spot, which looks like chocolate, really dense thing is was a hole that go went down the banana. I almost dissected, like I said, I almost dissected to see what was in there because I thought maybe something was living in there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I wasn't venturesome enough.
0: Was and now I'm gonna to want to cut up my banana from now on into little pieces. And s- a well a yeah. well you
1: could out tell out this was wrong. You could tell something was wrong with this banana. It was firm, but you know, it was kind of grayish on the on parts of it on the outside.
0: Yeah. Interesting.
1: But it wasn't soft, it wasn't mushy, it was
0: this was pretty hard. Yeah, interesting. I yeah. uh, thrill seekers still hold the world records for the most naked roller coaster riders on a theme park with 102 roller coaster riders that was broken uh that was maintained i should say in southeast england they broke the original record on august 8th of 2010 they rebroke it again a couple weeks ago with the same number of riders 102. if you've got 102 naked riders and you hold the world record from 11 years ago get one more person like like you're at 102 Find one more naked person and drag them screaming if you have to. Put them on the roller coaster and break the record. I'm just saying. Why in didn't seats. I get Maybe an a roller invite? Roller
3: coaster, it's all its seats. Yeah, roller coaster only seats oh, so many people. Right. And what can... you need to do is you always.
1: <laughs> yeah, naked on your lap. That's good. Backwards, that's too. could to go wrong? Right.
0: Right. So hang yeah. on to them so they don't fall out. Reverse cowgirl. Safety first. Safety yeah,
2: first. Make sure you bring protection. This and is probably
0: be where Debbie would be ringing the bell. I'm just pointing yeah, that a, out. That's a roller coaster I
1: don't
3: want to sit on.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Huh. Hopefully they sanitized it.
0: If you're going to break the record, I'm just saying, you know, I don't. And how don't come know. you're not getting arrested? I mean, well, what do, do, do you disrobe? Promotion.
1: You disrobe in the middle of the ride? Well, it's an
0: England. People well, don't. People, I, don't, I, people I aren't can, hung up on their bodies. I,
1: well, I don't care if they're hung up or not. They might <laughs> be I'm not hung up either, not but I don't you know. Sanit- what do you? What
0: do you? What do you disrobe? Sanitize you your clothes. Right there. Right there when you load the roller coaster, you just take clothes off. No,
1: just right there, huh?
0: Yep, just right there. Yep. As long as you sanitize the the bar that goes across your lap, you're fine. If
3: I was like one of the kids running that roller coaster when they all just roved and the thing went out, I would just grab all their clothes and throw them somewhere else. (laughs) And then run. Nice guy.
0: Nice guy. Right. right. Super. Just super. You guys really want to see that. You know you would. (laughs) China's Jin Song-ho set the world record for the longest time spent in direct full-body contact with snow, January 2011. He still holds the record. 46 minutes and 7 seconds, longest time spent, direct full-body contact in the snow. Now, I want to challenge this one because I think I remember a New Year's Eve party when I was younger, when I passed out on a neighbor's yard and it was in the snow face down. I think I was down there for longer than 46 minutes. Were you naked? I might've been naked. So I'm just saying that <laughs> I think that I might've broken that record. Someone showed us a person covered up. in
1: snow or just laying on snow,
0: just laying on What's well, this full body contact with so,
1: snow, full body contact. Sounds like you're packed in snow.
0: Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Not I think just he's
1: laying just, on the lawn.
0: I think he's just star fishing on the snow.
1: Well, then you could roll, you know?
0: Yeah. That's pretty cold
2: though. Yes.
1: Did he have clothes on?
2: No. All right. Full body contact. Full body contact. Well, but if it's full body contact, never mind. That means he's gotta be he gotta be completely submerged. You think if it's full body, think otherwise so. there would body be half bodies, So buried in yeah. snow. I yeah, with so. like
3: literally like a pipe for to breathe out of.
0: I didn't dig down on this re- world record, but you're right, I probably should have investigated it a little bit more. Nah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh February two thousand thirteen. This record still holds 4,483 people hula hooped for seven minutes, setting a Guinness Book of World Records for the most people to simultaneously hula hoop. There's a
1: lot of hula hoops to get a hold of.
0: Yeah, but look mm-hmm. where it took place. It took place at Thammasat University Stadium on the outskirts of Bangkok. Here's the thing. When you look at people like in China, I mean, they do things in mass so amazingly. You don't need to apologize to them. I'm complimenting Oh, no, we
2: already did. Oh. <laughs> I'm
0: complimenting them. <laughs> we already them.
2: added them. I'm complimenting them. They, no, I don't I mean, think so.
0: No, I really am. So they do things in mass. I mean, you look at the Olympics opening ceremonies and you're like, wow. Like, how did they get 1,000 people to move exactly that way? It's pretty impressive. Do you think only China does that? No, but they seem a lot more. Okay, that's why
2: we're apologizing to them. Go ahead and move on.
0: No, I'm just Go saying, ahead. I'm saying they seem All a right, lot. Judge Judy. No, right. I think they seem just a lot more precise. Like, like just fantastically precise. It's precision. Okay, so
2: now we should apologize to the rest of the world because we're not precise. Yes.
0: That I'm okay with. I'm okay with apologizing with everyone else. That's exactly right. Good point, um, Sam. So if you were to set a world record, what would you set a world record in, Sam? What What could you set a world record in, You think?
2: Hmm. I don't know. It. We'll have. I'll have to come back to that. Yeah. See, I
0: had a problem too coming up with what I would be willing to set a world record on. Like, I don't.
2: Monopoly. I don't
0: know. Oh, I could do a monopoly world play. Monopoly. That's true. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like you know.
2: anyway. There are a lot of really weird world records that I was reading. I could one. probably do the most hours slept in a in a day. Oh. Yeah. I mean, just put a movie on and I'm out. <laughs>
1: I'm the same way if I don't like it or if I'm not interested in it. it doesn't keep my mind active. There's, much,
2: there's not much that I get interested in on TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mitch, what, what about you? What would be a world record?
0: I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know either. We got to work on it. Maybe we could figure out one we could all do together. I mean, this
3: is is what we should have done during quarantine, all right? Right, that's true. (laughs) Right. I mean, like, if we would have done the Monopoly record, we could have just annihilated (laughs) a six-month Monopoly game,
0: all (laughs) right? Right. right. I don't have any place to go I just play Monopoly, right? Right. (laughs) That's true. All right, we'll be right back after this. Here's a quick message from Audible.
2: Hey, Malcolm, your podcast on Audible, right?
0: That's right. And your new audiobook.
2: I mean, they got everybody on here. Jane Austen, John Cena, sleep stories, meditation. I mean, can you imagine a more fascinating place than Audible?
1: No, I've done the research. You've done the research. Of course you have.
2: Is that a piano? I want to play you
1: something. Can I pet your dog?
2: I wouldn't. The most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories
0: all in one place, Audible.
3: Find us online at dennisgeorgeshow.com.
1: Hey there, catch us 24-7 on social media. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Good Pods. On Alexa and Google Assist, say, play Dennis George Show podcast.
2: If you have a question or comment, send us an email at podcast at Show.com. Or if you're just looking for a date. If we read your question or comment on the show, we'll send you a Dennis George Show t-shirt. That's podcast at Show.com. Now back to the show. All right let's Dennis, view.
3: how many people have actually emailed you asking for a date?
0: Um, there are more people asking my mom for my mom's number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Mitch for that.
3: You're welcome. That. How many people Before are asking know. Debbie out because she's not here to defend herself?
0: Well, we're calling Debbie right now, so we'll see if she answers. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure Hello
2: I'm not sure. Hello, you're live Debbie! on. The uh are you all behaving yourselves no 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 no, no oh, we're not. lord have mercy and there, lord have mercy and
0: there's lots of times that we've already realized the bell would have rang i'm just saying like <laughs> we we have even said this is where debbie would ring the bell
2: <laughs> see we've been see, making
0: sounds like you. it
1: too i warned you
0: yes yeah so uh we've, we phoned up debbie we did a little surprise here uh she is unavailable she's on vacation so we thought we're getting ready to do your top 10 list for you. And I just wanted to let you know that there will be lots of times in here where we will be missing the bell, but it should be there. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Can I, can I at least hear? First of all, hello, listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, let me ask this question. Yep. Can I at least know the topic of the top 10?
0: So the topic is, you're going to love it. It's top 10 worst movie characters from the 1980s movies. This could
2: go one of two ways, and that's bad and very bad.
0: Well, let me just tell you who number <laughs> nine is. Number nine oh, is, okay. number nine is from Sixteen Candles and his name is Long Duck Dong.
2: Long Duck Dong, yeah, I know. I know the yeah. character.
0: Yeah. I'm well aware. Yeah. We will be apologizing. Yeah. there's lots of, of, of apologies in that one for sure. Um so nice. yeah.
2: Nice. Nice.
0: Have
1: your travels been safe?
2: Oh well, I'm sorry I'm not there to rein you guys in, but yep. uh, you know, much needed vacation time with the fam. So, yep.
0: Well, you have a great t- great time. We're good to hear your voice, and we miss you for sure. I know the listeners uh, miss you being able to throw the brakes on.
2: Yes, yeah. So everybody, uh, thank you for listening again. And you boys, try and behave yourselves without me.
3: We've already oh, had to apologize I. to everyone. Yeah, literally we, everyone.
0: Yeah, we've already already had to. It's it's been bad. <laughs>
2: it's well, been
0: good. Been try not good. to get
2: us kicked off of anything. That's all I ask, really. Okay, bye, Debbie.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Take bye. care, everybody. Bye. Bye. Well, that was nice that she answered. <laughs> Just. <saying>. All right. <laughs> top ten list. Uh, top ten worst movie characters from the 1980s movies. Now, here's the deal. Not to expose your age, but I don't even know that some of you have seen these movies. I'm just going to point that out there. Um, So 30 years later, there are still dozens of films from the 80s that are routinely placed in much watch and best of lists. In fact, most of these movies fall into categories where where movie people will say you've got to watch this is like on the list of most that you've got to watch this movie. Uh, Nothing is perfect, and even the best movies can have some pretty abysmal characters within the movie. Looking back, a lot of characters in the 80s movies were not quite the heroes or innocent sidekicks we thought they were. In fact, in the era of political correctness, most of these characters would not survive the test of the current day scripting for movies. Like, there's no way in hell a lot of this stuff would have flown. I'm just saying. Just not even possible. Number ten is James Dalton in Roadhouse. Now would still fly today. I didn't see this one. This is this stars uh, Patrick Swayze. Um, mm-hmm. He starred as James Dalton, a potrag- a protagonist, protagonist, protagonist. protagonist. Mm-hmm. Yep, protagonist. in the nineteen eighty nine action brawler Roadhouse, uh, just walking, talking, high kicking nonsense. Dalton makes the list because of his sheer unbelievability. Through Swayze, although though Swayze's performance admirably as a character is the character himself who sinks the only, um, wait a minute, who sinks the oily neon lit ship. Oh, sinks. Gotcha. I'm having trouble reading today. I don't know what the problem is. It's mm. fine. It happens. Yeah. James Dalton is a cooler, as everyone else on the planet Earth would say, a bouncer. Somehow he becomes famous for bouncing, which I guess means. His bar has the fewest unwanted guests, even though zero unwanted guests is the average number for any establishment at any given time. Anyway, he has become such an outstanding bouncer by studying Tai Chi meditation and philosophy, apparently. But despite his enlightenment, he still refuses to wear practical, non bulge highlighting clothing or drive a car that isn't giant phallic symbol. Uh, to top that off, his transcendence melts away the instant he's threatened, causing him to rip out people's throats with his bare hand.
1: He only seriously. did it once.
0: Yeah, seriously, he did that. Uh, left open, bleeding hole in a guy's neck and everything. Dalton is a man of many faces, and they all belong in different movies. So, you know, here's this guy who's, who's apparently the perfect bouncer. Who- this is one movie, right? Yeah, one yes. movie. Does okay. not behave like a bouncer. I've not seen this movie. Denny it's a good movie. Okay, okay see? Good movie a good movie all
1: right and he only doesn't rip out anybody's throat in the movie he just he talks about it and he only he has a chance near the end of the movie to do that and he doesn't do it
0: oh because right. he's in love so he redeems himself
1: yeah he, i guess no it's a it's one of those if you talk about not being believable how about aliens how about any other movie how about some of the marvel indiana jones and none of that shit's none uh. of that's believable <laughs> you know it's just <laughs> entertainment
0: context, wait a minute jones wasn't a documentary ah <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no. been. <laughs> number nine long duck dong from 16 candles long duck dong <laughs> who made- was that uh, i i've I, seen this movie and i don't remember i'm gonna this, explain it to you here. long duck dong makes the list for being cruelly insulting to an entire continent even <laughs> for his time yes 16 campbells came out in 1984 but by then it was well known that crapping all over an entire culture was a no-no. The Donger, as he calls himself, exhibits essentially every... Donger? Yep. Exhibits essentially every Asian stereotype writer-director John Hughes could think of, including being accompanied by a gong gong hit every time he came on the screen. The character was widely criticized immediately following the film's release by several high-profile groups, but their concerns were shrugged off by John Hughes and Universal Pictures. Yet criticism remains to this day. Even star Molly Ringwald recently reflected on the character: "It's a grotesque stereotype. What began as an ignorant attempt to get cheap laughs has since become an endearing symbol of intensity, earning the donger a spot on the worst list. It is a truly offensive character. Like it's, but the funny thing is, when I was back there in 1980s, we were all like, oh, okay, like it's just yeah, terrible. I don't
1: remember man. the movie?" I Remember the name, but I never I saw either. it. Right?
0: It's it, it's a it's a it's it's on every list of an '80s movie you should see. Sixteen Candles, but with Molly Ringwald. But it's got great music in it. So you're like, oh, it's a lot of lot of '80s music, you know, big hair, all that kind of stuff. But that movie, that that that's just, it's very offensive. Howard, ball the-
2: bangs everywhere. Yeah, number eight.
0: Howard the Duck, actual character Howard the Duck. There's no controversy here. Howard the Duck is one of the single worst movies ever made. Even diehard Marvel comic nerds can find little to like in this two hour piece of flaming duck crap. The movie <laughs> tries to make Howard the Duck a snarky, wisecracky anti-hero, aka furious Bueller, but only managed to force a few half-assed duck puns and phone in a character arc. Before they rolled credits, there's seriously nothing on this movie to love unless you are into human on bird relationships which in case, good on you, not here to judge.
2: So. <laughs> All right. We should apologize to the birds. Probably. I'd love to
0: say, apologize to ducks. Number seven, Louis Schlonik, Revenge of the Nerds. This is another case of uh, behaviors a- aging poorly, but unlike the overt mockery that is Long Duck Dong, this one is insidious and creepy. Revenge of the Nerds is a good movie for the most part. It did the world... The world a good deed by helping to shift the typical movie hero from a square-jawed jock a-hole to reputable, clever underdogs. But for all the respect it gives to misfits, it pointedly disrespects women. The nerd girls are publicly called pigs and a whole fraternity. The movie's heroes break and enter into a female dorm, watch them undress, then steal their underwear And to top it off our main protagonists, Protagonist, I never can say that word right. Lewis Slonick decides to win over the popular girl's heart by, yeah, raping her. Terrible. This is the actual climax of the film. We're supposed to laugh and cheer <laughs> that. Pretty hard to root for the underdog when they're a cruel psychopath. Right. This was yeah. this is again an incredibly popular movie that, by the way, had three sequels. Yep. The movie, like
2: <laughs> the eighties, were clearly wrong.
0: Just awful. Just absolutely awful. Okay, Ferris-
3: All that hairspray all that hairspray got to their heads. All right. They routed out their Tally. brains with all that hairspray. No,
0: we I went to see that movie. I was in high school in the eighties. These are these are the movies went we went and saw. Like it explains a lot. Ferris Bueller, number six. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You can never go too far. Ferris Bueller, nineteen eighty six, yes you can. Ferris and only insane people think that. Ferris Bueller days off is a hundred and three minutes of privilege conniving, scheming, lying, narcissistic, manipulative, bullying, ungrateful, compassionate, little jerk, taking advantage of everyone that cares about him. Seriously, everyone says watch Ferris Bueller Days Off. It's an amazing movie, but you have to stop and think about it. The casualties of this campaign are exploitation that include his best friend, Cameron, his girlfriend, Sloan, his high school dean, the school secretary, a Ferrari 250 GT, his sister, right. his mother. His father, and worst of all, Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. All
1: true.
3: but all a good true. movie. No, I think the Ferrari needs to be the worst off, man. I mean, because that thing, holy shnikes. But people still I... idolize
0: this movie. Like, it's a cult movie still, but yet it's like everything he does in this movie is absolutely awful. Like, it's just terrible. Yes. <laughs> it's like, wow. You're not wrong. You're worst not... movie characters of 1980s. Here's one that really uh, hit me in the heart. Ghostbusters. All of the Ghostbusters are terrible. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Another painful admission from entertaining. Yeah. The Ghostbusters are not just good guys. Yes, they've saved New York twice, but in doing so, they've played God, not just with the spirits, but with human lives. For one thing, the guys punish every ghost they encounter with with an internal prison. Uh. Not just the big bads like Virgo and Gozer. Not every ghost gets the same infinity harsh deal. Even if one buster just happens to see an innocent murder victim ghostly floating by on her unfinished business of finding her killer, boom, internal prison in a box. In Spangler's own words, the four untrained busters carry unstable nuclear reactors on their back. One of the film's supposedly villains. He's a villain. An EPA inspector correctly determines this and tries to regulate these portable atom bombs. But the four jerks with no training and too much confidence shut him down and ridicule him. And really, if you're the film's protagonist and chiefly in conflict with the EPA, maybe they're not the best people. Hey, it's science fiction. Come on. (laughs) But again, we idolize these people and it's like, and they're making fun of the EPA. Like what did that do to a whole series of kids who are like supposed to be like, let's be environmentally conscious and not strap a nuclear reactor on people's backs.
1: Are you gonna be able to find a nuclear reactor you can strap on your back? Let's start with that. That's a not fair, even
0: plausible. That's a fair question. Right. Number four, I didn't like this one. Danny LaRusso, the karate kid. I thought he was a wimp anyway. It's impossible to make this point better than Barney Stinson already has, but Daniel LaRusso is not the real karate kid. Johnny Lawrence is. By almost any metric, the protagonist in the story, Lawrence grew up without knowing his father and abused by his stepfather. He took up karate as a way to regain his agency and become his own person. He poured his heart and soul into his craft, but even then lost in early in the first round tournament. His steadfast determination caused him to double down on his training and he eventually became the best fighter in the city and in doing so, moved beyond his fear and loathing for his stepfather. The hero's journey competed, completed. Enter Daniel LaRusso, who bullies Lawrence and settles all their disputes with violence instead of I getting into so, the tortured though. soul that Lawrence hides then LaRusso steals the championship from Lawrence in an illegal face kick in what has to be one of cinematics' greatest tragedies.
2: Yes! <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with this.
0: Right. The movie. <laughs> and once again, he overcame. prevails. <laughs> right. Where's the buzzer? Uh, worst movie characters of That's 1980s the movies. Nine. Uh, number three, everyone at Weekend at Bernie's.
3: <laughs> well, yes. All right. You're carding around a dead body. All right. You are a terrible human being. All right. I,
0: I don't think I even need to read that. Mitch is just completely summarized exactly what we're going to say. Which is,
2: yep. you're carding
0: around a dead body. You're being completely disrespectful disrespect-
2: to this yep. poor guy. Any of the weekend at Bernie Films. Because there are like four or five of them, right? Right, right. And why is that body not stinking? Uh, yeah, it right.
3: phenomenally well. Right, right. All right. I mean, like, the blood was still, like, you know, there in the face. You know, it wasn't pooling in the feet or anything. Right. It's true. You know, it didn't get rigor mortis.
1: Uh, I only never- saw the first one. I didn't see the other. I didn't see any sequels. Yeah,
0: I didn't Couldn't see Couldn't the- have
1: been good. It's still
2: dead. <laughs> right, right. I'm just trying- Really? Was he? Were they still carting him around? I have no idea. I only watched the like, first oh one. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Number two, worst movie characters: Doc Brown and Back to the Future. Now uh, let me just read this one to you. This is hysterical. Imagine you're. Imagine you're a parent. Say, Lorraine McFly. This is Back to the Future, right? Mm-hmm. And your son Marty mm-hmm. tells you that he spends all of his free time hanging out with an eighty-year-old man, Doc Brown. Moreover, Who wanted for. let let me finish Mitch moreover this old man is a failed nuclear physicist and regularly your son helps him test his experimental new nuclear technology even more this old man has dealings with Libyan terrorists still more the old man thinks your son is the perfect candidate to test the completely unfounded unregulated unknown science of time travel how would you feel about this situation Between the old man and your son. Well, if I was that one woman in in Africa who had 10 kids, I'd be like, go for it. Right. In this case, as Lorraine, you would probably feel fine because that way, the younger version of you gets to have sex with your son in 1955. They did not. The movie's really messed up. (laughs) They did not. It's all really weird. Uh, I am my own grandpa. You only
1: got the first base.
0: And number one is for Mitch, the worst movie characters of 1980. This one is completely for Mitch. The Ewoks, Return of the Jedi. (laughs) I would have thought that, like, data
3: from the Goonies would have been on there.
0: Yeah. Some Star Wars fans love the Ewoks. Some hate them. The debate has raged for over 30 years with no end in sight. So let's end it. The Ewoks are garbage characters. The original Star Wars trilogy is an unbelievably mixed bag of good and bad film components. On the one hand, the movie brought sci-fi to the mainstream, revolutionized special effects, and are each a detailed love letter to Joseph Campbell's uh, treatises on comparative mythology. I don't even know what the hell that means. On the other hand, Great. on the other hand, the Ewoks. The end of the Return of the Jedi is a Carthag climax to an adventure and a decade in the making and scenes like those in Pelopine's chambers crackle with emotion. I can't understand any of this yet for some reason, toys George Lucas chose an alternate to those scenes with long slapstick sequences of Ewoks fumbling their way through the forest because of toys, the intense anxiety of Darth Vader choosing between letting his only son die and killing his mentor is sandwiched between shots of fat, fuzzy forest beavers pawing at stormtroopers for no apparent reason to sell toys. Landon and Echobart's des- desperate final assault on the second Darth's Death Star is thrilling, but cuts to some hairy, buck tater-tot slapping with their grubby hands to sell more toys. I just wish I could figure out why Lucas put this in the film.
2: Let's be very clear. Right. There was no climax in any Star Wars film. And second of all, they should have stopped while all they were right. ahead on the first one and never yeah. touched it again. I oh.
3: climax during a Star Wars film. So.
0: <laughs> oh my god!
3: <laughs> Sorry, I had to.
0: Oh, there's the bell. I I heard oh, awful I heard films.
2: <laughs> I'll apologize. Here's the thing, Dennis. Wars. All
3: right. See me. I'm six foot awesome. All right. Wow. So everyone being shorter than I am, they just remind me of the Ewoks. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so I love the Ewoks. All right, because they're oh. all just cute and stumbling around and falling over.
0: All oh. right,
3: so it's 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 everybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think they're cute and cuddly too. But it is strange; they are very mismatched with the film. Like when I did see the film and they're in the forest, I like this is just kind of doesn't fit with the storyline. And there are many people online who say the only reason George Lucas wrote that into the film is because of the the toy culture that was created because of the Ewoks. I don't know if that's true. Sounds good to me. There are a lot of Ewok
2: toys, though. (laughs) It's true. Sounds like they made a lot of money off of it, unfortunately. They made billions on the toys.
0: Like billions and billions and billions of dollars. So I'm just saying. Well, that's what we have for the top 10 list. Um, Debbie's not here to defend herself, so that's interesting. Um, can, we of, can we make fun of Virginia
3: now since she's not here?
0: We'll do that right after the break. Stick around. We're yeah. also going to talk about uh, our July 4th plans. So stick around for that. All right. The Dennis George Show continues after this.
2: Check out our YouTube channel. It's a whole new way to watch radio where you can find each episode of our show. Just search Dennis George Show. Like us and subscribe. See you there.
3: Hey, this is Mitch from the Dennis George Show. If you have a question, comment, new sexual position, things I should do with Dennis's mom, or looking for a date, or even looking for a date with Dennis's mom, send us an email at podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. If we read your question or comment on the air, we'll send you a t-shirt. That's podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. And now, back to the show.
0: And we're back, we're back, we're back. Remember, uh, send us your listener email, podcast at DennisGeorgeShow.com. We're going to do an extended listener email uh section of the show uh in a couple weeks so send those uh comments and questions in and uh let's have fun with it it, it should be a should be a good time for everyone yeah for sure I, cool. I love listening yeah. come email. on listeners, don't let me down don't let me down come right. on me too exactly I uh, big fourth of july coming up uh here in the united states we celebrate the fourth of july by blowing shit up um so we actually go to a really large fireworks show that um, we kind of collectively all put together, which is a ton of fun. And there's I don't know, Mitch, how many people would you say come to that in, in, in total? Not just not just our group, but really the whole because it's, it's in it's in sort of like a neighborhood. Yeah,
3: um, it's, I would say easily the entire neighborhood, which is probably about four or five hundred people.
0: Yeah, I was thinking more than that. I was thinking probably a thousand or two. Um, But I mean, like the neighborhood looks like a war zone (laughs) for the fourth
2: of July. It really does. Yeah. There's like a whole bunch of competitions of who has the best fireworks, which we always win. Now,
0: I have a friend of mine who she does not like fireworks at all. But what it, it begs the question, I love fireworks. So on the spectrum of don't like them at all, really love them. I don't understand. I don't know where I got that to blow shit up. Um. Because I
2: really like fireworks. Like I, I think it's I, interesting that you call it "blow shit up." Like you're actually blowing stuff up. You like blowing up fireworks.
0: Yes, yes. I should probably clarify that in this right. day and age. You're absolutely right. Uh, yeah. I love shooting stuff up into the sky. How's that? Yeah, I like that. Legal fireworks.
3: Know, yeah, you don't <laughs> light like up the that sky.
0: Time. Yeah, it's all legal. Um, but I really, really enjoy it, and I do a lot of research and I look at what. It's going to look like and i pretend that it's choreographed but it really isn't we just shoot shit i mean that's just let's be real i mean it's just like because we put it to music also and it's like no it's just we're launching stuff into the air i mean that's really what's happening
2: we get people that say that our fireworks show is better than municipalities in in our region yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, but there's
1: cor there's chore- it's choreographed. I mean, it's, no, it uh, is. You know, it's, it's it's mixed up. It's not just blowing everything up at one time. It's a nice long show.
0: Well, especially if you're not lighting stuff, then it is pretty well <laughs> choreographed. Okay, uh, I'll take that. It's it's came a long wow. way. We we we've, that we've, we've perfected that. We're getting Dennis.
2: better.
3: <laughs> Apologize to Denny G. Absolutely. That was, no, that no, was no. a personal it was attack. It was
0: one
2: year when Denny G was had a lighter in his hand and he was going
0: just a little crazy with the lighter. I'm just saying. It was, it was, it was story. He just was walking
2: up and down the street, just lighting yeah. them. Light well, was it fantastic. wasn't dark yet.
1: Right? It wasn't dark yet. That's it was true. great. It was it fun. Oh, it was old fireworks. It was old from the year before.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was still great. It was still yes. fantastic. Yeah, it was it was I didn't care. Uh, so what is everyone's Fourth of July plans? Because uh, folks are going to be listening to this and gearing up for the big Fourth of July.
2: Up stuff. Stuff. Yeah. We, will, we will be doing our normal celebration, doing yep. a little drinking, a little barbecue, a little
0: barbecue and a little I admit, uh, Sam, I think you said something about a brisket. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I'm going to roast it. I'm going to roast the brisket. You're not going to smoke uh, it. No, nope. no, no. it it actually tastes more delicious in the roaster. Really? Um, yeah. yeah. And um, and probably there'll be some potatoes, different types of potato salad and yeah. And uh, I'm thinking maybe some brats, too. I think, I think some yeah. brats like on, on the grill. Yeah. a grill. Super easy. Good brat. Yeah, make it keep right. it
0: simple. Keep it simple. Because right. last time we yeah. had this get-together, now we did do it last year with the pandemic going on. It was scaled back quite a bit. Uh, there was no real big food at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, it right. was really
0: just people showed up and we shot off fireworks. Uh, but this time, I think there's going to be more food, I've heard. Um, mm-hmm. People are going to bring re- stuff? Yeah, everyone yep. brings a side dish or dessert or something. But Perfect. Here's what I'm gonna say though: um, there's always so much food. Like, yes. I think because you tell people just bring a side dish and and they bring a lot of stuff. And I think I think we could tell the hosts just don't make so much stuff. Let let people bring the stuff because there's always so much food. You know? Oh, yeah. Like I'm telling my spouse, they're like,
3: oh, let's make this, make this, make this. I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, you don't need to pick
3: one.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. I understand from B&B. Uh, from hosting, it, it sometimes is a little difficult as a host because you you worry that people are going to go home hungry, right? Yeah, it's so for the that's... fireworks
1: though; it's not for food.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But I will say, Sam, that of all the times that you've hosted events, I've never left one of your events hungry. I'm just going to point that out. Like, True. that's never been an issue because you're so, Yeah. So you need to. After ten years, you need to drop that phobia. <laughs>
2: Yeah. But none of the food ever goes to waste.
0: Yeah. That's that's fine then. Yeah. Well, you're good at parceling it out. It's kind of nice because I usually leave an event at your house with, with a to go bag and I got something for the next day or two and I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. So keep doing it.
2: it. (laughs) (laughs) I like hosting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it. We missed Debbie this week. She'll be back next time for sure. Um, keep in mind that, uh, we want, uh, we want you all to send in your email uh, podcast uh com. Sam has this week's apology list.
2: I would like to start off by saying rest in peace Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Um, we should apologize yeah. to the little yeah. shop of horrors. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to I'm going to actually watch that. We should apologize, apologize to, the to the village, village people cuz they're not scary.
3: Bye, I'm
2: we're going to apologize to uh, whores, actual whores. You know, sometimes you have to have a profession, and that's oh, sometimes what you have to do. Oh,
3: working girls, Sam.
2: Really? Oh, well, I apologize. Girls. That's why I apologize to them, because I called men them whores, and, and it should have been working girls. Men and women. People attacked by sharks, we're going to apologize to you. Whales. Uh, watermelons, watermelons that have been crushed like with thighs, we're going to apologize to all the watermelons. <laughs> Naked people we on roller coaster days, rides that Mitch have... Mitch has hidden their clothes. We're going to apologize. We're going to apologize to China for being too precise. We're also going to apologize to Long Duck Dong. I don't think we should apologize. No, we
3: should not apologize. It just
2: sounded like I needed to do it from the very beginning, and I put it on the list, and then I listened to it, and then it, it didn't need an apology. Uh, we're going to apologize for, uh, to Asia for 16 Candles. We They didn't have good censorship then birds of um birds for howard the duck yeah star wars fans we apologize because we bashed you a little bit or i have bashed you a little bit because i don't like any of them um
0: and we're gonna apologize to denny g oh denny g made the list (coughs) No, i don't know why either oh because the fireworks incident
2: the fireworks here
3: i want the listeners to write in and explain to sam why he is wrong for not liking star wars
0: yeah, mm. that's fa- but Sam, you don't really,
2: in your defense, you really don't like sci-fi movies. No, that's not true. No, I liked Aliens. I I like I like sci-fi movies. Okay, but Star Wars, Star Trek, Voyager—you don't like any of those. Correct. Yeah. Well, the the big thing that I don't like about Star Wars is I don't really understand,
1: bing, 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 bing,
2: and then hear somebody tell me what they said. I really don't like that format in a movie. And for a long time, there was like no subtitles, right? For ding, 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 And then. So, note to self, used, let's not send Sam no, to be for millions. Then they came out with the new ones, right? That just came out not too long ago. And now you get subtitles. Why? We could have shortened so many films by just giving us subtitles instead of having to have somebody translate ding, ding,
3: i'm apologizing to star wars one more time
2: again <laughs>
1: you know, i don't like movies with subtitles because i don't read fast and so i can't keep up with it if it's all yeah.
2: subtitles it's like i understand okay, it's I just it's too much for me. i
0: don't think sam you should be the one representing earth to meet the aliens when they arrive gonna, <laughs> that's, that's, that to me, no, i don't know well but he's not going to be tolerant of them not speaking his language
2: <laughs> how do you know they're not going to speak his language I'm just I guarantee they you they'll have subtitles,
0: because <laughs> clearly, clearly, if they
2: got here, they're smarter than we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a fair point, I guess.
0: <laughs> all right, you all. Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Have a Sorry, great Star week, Star Wars
2: fans. See you all. Love you all.
0: Bye bye. Bye. Join us again next time for another edition of the Dennis George Show. Thanks for watching. Thank you.